Jargon and Hubs with the 1220 Snubs, the podcast that only the informed Power Alley listeners choose. Worst we've ever seen. You're kidding me. No. Worst as in? In the history of numbers. Yeah, that's lower than I thought. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jargon and Subs and the 1220 Snubs. I'm Jimmy Johnson, and I've got my co-host this week, my sub, back. Uh, Sam, you're back for another week. Two in a row. Two O-Cow. Yeah, at some point, I figure if you get a streak going, we got to stop calling you a sub and actually call you a co-host, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to get through a whole season. Otherwise, you're just filling in for a guy. Yeah. So, well, you gotta, but I'm glad to be back. Wins over replacement over Eric right now. You're doing pretty, pretty well. I'm showing up. Showing up. Well... Speaking of showing up, I was a little afraid this week because uh, on Wednesday there were just there were no twelve twenty votes, so uh, I thought we were going to be lacking some topics. But fortunately, uh, Thursday and Friday were strong days, and uh, we have some really good topics for this week. And let's start at number five. We left off last week. Our number one topic was on mascots. Well, today number five is mascots again. Let's get to it. Five. There's five, sir. That's five. Yes, sir. Number five. Number five. Launch Maverick on alert five. Coming in at number five this week is Blooper, the mascot for the Atlanta Braves. He turned four. Oh, man. They, uh, they grow up too fast, don't they? They just they grow up way too fast. Oh, yeah. He's a toddler. He's, he's approaching school now. He's got a job, though, so he can't, can't, can't rip him too hard. Yeah, we got to see if he's ready for kindergarten. He's got to pass a couple of those tests. But So he turned four this past week, and uh, on Twitter he celebrated by going through some of the uh, – uh, social media hate that he got at the very beginning when he was announced. Uh, I, I got to admit, I was part of that. I thought he would look a little goofy. Uh, Eric and I, even on this podcast, made fun of him when he was introduced. Uh, but I guess, as is the case with a lot of things in social, we overreact. I remember when Gritty was announced, I overreacted to that as well. Uh, I actually like Blooper a little bit more than I did when he first started out, uh, even though he took a shot at the Fanatic this week because uh, the Fanatic... Uh, I guess there was someone called a uh, Philly fan probably called blooper out and he made a, uh, a tweet back to the fanatic that said, call me back when you get some, your copyright straightened out. So he was taking some shots this week. He's really growing up and maturing. Uh, but I have to say, I do like him a little bit more than I did before. I, I, I'm not a huge blooper guy. I will be honest. Uh, he confuses me, scares me, but I, back to kind of what you said about gritty, all this backlash whenever our new mascots announced, what do people expect? Like, do do they have like this is what a mascot will be when they hear a new mascot's coming? Because every time I feel like a new mascot comes out is like, oh, yeah. Well, I think that's that's a thing. Yeah, I think well, the Cubs announced their mascot well maybe like seven, eight years ago, maybe even longer. Who knows what time is now? Uh, but you know, it came out as a bear. We all expected a bear. Uh, you know, Flyers said they're gonna have a mascot, and nobody knew what to expect. And we see that thing, and we're like. What the heck is that? And I think the same thing is like, what the heck is Blooper? But the thing that's great, if you go back, I'm sure Blooper's the same way. But with Gritty, they were like, look, he tested really well with kids. <laughs> at which point I was like, what? But when Gritty first came out, I, I my daughter looked at him and went, he's awesome. I love him. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, she's not scared. She loves him. And so I think that's the big thing about these mascots. They're unexpected. They're weird. But kids love them. Yeah, and no decision that any of these multi-billion dollar companies make is just random they do they do their research they do they do more than we do when a new mascot's coming out they, they, they secret un- underground bunker where they've got a whole 15 mascots lined up all of them getting ready going through it showing what they can do and 
yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for Blooper. Don't, don't think of this as Blooper hate. I'm happy he has his birthday. It's nice that it's kind of this middle part of the winter where there's not much baseball going on. So you can have some cake and enjoy some Blooper. Yeah, I think uh, if for everybody listening to this, if you haven't checked it out, there's a, uh, I think it's NBC Philly, might have been Comcast Sports when it was done, but uh, they did a little mini kind of documentary on the announcement of Gritty and just the, how it like went from all this hate and all it took was actually a, a tweet from your your team, actually the shirt you're wearing, I believe, the Penguins, mm-hmm. uh, Penguins mascot made a, uh, just a tweet that I think, okay, that was it. And then Gritty tweeted back at him and said, sleep with one eye open bird. And that was it. That was the moment where Philadelphia was like, wait, he may be ugly. He may be stupid, but he's our stupid. You don't make fun of him. And that was like everybody in Philly then all of a sudden started to love Gritty. And I, I just, I think that's the same thing with bloopers. Not, not in a similar kind of way, but I mean, you, after that, after that initial reaction, it's like, wait a second, that's our thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little brother. You can rip your own little brother, but as soon as someone else does, that person's an enemy. Yeah. Now we think blooper and gritty look weird. Uh, could you imagine if MLB paint the Twitter account went ahead and made a, its own version of them? How weird that would look. We're going to get into that at number four. Four. Wait, you don't think I can remember four numbers? I didn't want salmon. I said it four times. At number four this week, MLB underscore paint is a Twitter account. You should probably follow. Check it out. It's got some really Really cool things to see, and so simplistic, because MLB Paint, just like MS Paint, just these really simplified drawings of minor league mascots and a lot of things, all things baseball. The banner on the page is a a trout, Mike Trout, fish. Uh, It's definitely worth checking out. I have a couple favorites here, uh, but I'm just, I'm amazed at what takes off on social. I do all these Photoshops for MLB Radio, and it, it turns out something as simple as this is what it takes to go viral. Everyone can enjoy these. It doesn't matter if you know these minor league teams or these players necessarily that they're that they're drawing. It's just everyone's used Microsoft Paint. Everyone knows what you can do. I can't do much, but I took a shot oh, yeah. and I have sent you this. Oh, gosh, I have sent you. And this is specially made just for you, uh, Slammers. Oh, I'm opening it up right jar- now. Jargon as, as people know. Okay. I'm just- yes it is dinger uh with a baseball is that a baseball bat that is a really small baseball bat but it's yeah it's a baseball bat all right it's dinger hitting it got away from me a little bit i like it this is good i feel like we need to tweet this right at mlb pate when we uh share this podcast so uh, that's fantastic this is actually exactly i I, actually if this was on ms paint i would uh sorry ms paint i said uh, mlb paint i should say uh if this was on mlb paint i i wouldn't I wouldn't think twice. I think this is actually from them. So good job. Good job. I challenge anyone to go out there and try it because I tr- I tried. <laughs> I really tried. I there, I was undoing things. I was going back and forth. And it's just everything that they have put out is so crisp and clean that I don't know what Microsoft Paint I have versus what they have. But MLB Paint, just hats off to you. Well, it's funny coming from where I work in uh, work in video, but we're also working design. And when I see a bad design, my go-to joke is, what did you do, make that an MS Paint? And it's funny because you're saying this, and this is actually a lot of skill to make these, even though you look at them and go, man, that's MS Paint right there, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead, go on a limb and say this is 45 layers that I put together. 
Well, so go check out the Twitter account. Uh, I have some favorites. The OtterBots is a pretty cool one. It's got an otter holding hands with a, a robot. Uh, then I, I scrolled down. For, I kept scrolling because I was like, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. And the flying squirrels is fantastic. It's just a squirrel holding a baseball with a parachute. <laughs> and then I got a little further in our hometown. Iron pigs are on there. It's just an iron, actual clothing iron up against the pig. So uh, those those were my uh, couple favorites. I was gonna say we should get our logos. We should we should see if this guy would make logos or gal. I don't. I shouldn't uh, assume. I see if this Twitter account could make uh, some logos for a fantasy baseball team. But you've already done it for me, so I'm good. Oh yeah, you're ready. You're oh, ready. I'm all ready. I'm ready to take it on. I'm so ready. I'm just like A.J. Brown getting ready to go play some ball with the Padres. Let's get to that at number three. Because I am good at three things. Those are three pretty good things. <laughs> hey, well, that last one's pretty cool. What was the third one? Now, I've already done one of those today, so what's the other one going to be, huh? At number three this week, we have A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, what a disappointment he was for my fantasy football team this year at times. You know, he's been injured off and on. But he's talking about playing baseball with the Padres. He was signed uh, He signed with them uh, back when he was a 19th round draft pick in 2016. Uh, he obviously went on to play football at Ole Miss. Uh, but he hit 360 as a senior in high school. He's still only 24 years old, which actually, when I went, I, wow. I know, I was like, wait, I, I wonder how old he is, thinking he was closer to 30. He's 24, so... I mean, if you're going to make this jump, now's the time. That's a good age to go. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, he's he's playing. <laughs> like this isn't like, uh, oh, I went and I couldn't cut it. Yeah, no, he's playing. He's playing. He he. His season just wrapped up. Honestly, I mean, I'm I'm actually surprised. There's a lot of dual sport athletes coming out of high school that could go either way. Uh, you know, you think uh, Russell Wilson, uh, you've seen him at Yankees camp and stuff like that. I, I'm surprised we don't see more NFL players try to go maybe back to their baseball roots after a little bit, considering how short the M NFL lifespan is. I mean, the average NFL player is what, less than three years, right? I mean, I'm surprised yeah. we don't see more. Now, A.J. Brown's played for three years, and uh, yeah, maybe he's looking at that going, maybe I could still make it in baseball. So I'm surprised it, more players don't make their money in NFL, have a little bit of fun and go out and see if they can also make it in baseball. It just feels like, like, I mean, we can always go back to Tim Tebow in that situation yeah. in terms of, sure. of football players going to the minors. And once you have a certain amount of coin in your pocket, do you want to be doing the minor league? You got to love it mm -hmm. to get through the minor leagues. And that's where all these guys got to, go back to it's not going to be yeah i'll go play for the padres and i'll i'll hit behind tatis yeah like you you, you you gotta go through it again and i feel like that's where you lose it and just let's be honest professional sports aren't what they were even in the 90s 80s these guys it is 365 honing your craft and it's tough to split your attention with anything else oh yeah so uh let me clarify when i say i'm surprised more nfl players don't try i mean like just give up the nfl like and go okay like that's what i mean like it, it obviously splitting i don't think we'll ever see a bo jackson ever again i just don't think it's possible <laughs> for every reason you just listed uh but i mean after you've you know you've played a couple seasons in the nfl you've you've had you had your success You've seen the dangers, and if you think you can make it in baseball, why wouldn't you try? You know, for me, like I was going to throw out here, Patrick Mahomes. Now, obviously, things didn't go well for him today, but my thought was if he won today, I was going to talk about the fact that, you know, what if he wins another Super Bowl here? I mean, obviously, he's got a really good contract with the Chiefs, but 
I mean, he's obviously he was a good baseball player too. So I mean, he, he owned a, the team. Yeah, oh, that too. <laughs> but I mean, he <laughs> that's, that's an easy transition. Hey guys, I'm gonna pitch. I'm gonna pitch this afternoon. No, what? Uh, yeah, no, I I am. You can't tell me what I'm gonna. I own this team. But no, I'm just for him. He, if it's like you've reached the pinnacle of your success at your sport already, why not go try another? No, we're not gonna see Mahomes do that. But I, you know, at some point. Well, you know who we could see. Who could we see? The final Montreal Expo. Ooh. Mr. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Let's see. Yeah, he might have some time coming up. He hasn't announced it himself, but drafted drafted by the Expos. He, he might have a little left in the tank. He got a little... he, he'll have the time. <laughs> TB12 works, so you got a little ageless. Adam Schefter news here. Are you breaking some news that uh, we are seeing Tom Brady sign with the Phillies this week? Uh, I, I honestly, I, I have no idea how he was. Okay, so if he was drafted by the Expos and they became the Nationals, do they have the rights to him? I would think they've expired by now. I would hope so. I, I yeah, I, but I, I, sh- I, sh- I should have an idea on that. I got no idea. Who knows? We can Again, this is Tom Brady news. Apparently, we can just make stuff up and it's real, right? Yeah. No, no, I mean, I mean, he, he gets to decide. I mean, all I need to do is just a little bit of a magic spell on you and you'll believe anything. We'll get to a little bit more magic here at number two. Why did two orders? Colonel? I should have yelled two. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and they be slow. Wow. At number two this week, Alex Bregman is stunned by a magician's trick. And actually, so am I. I watched this video on uh, John Boy and uh, this magician has... Alex Bregman pick up his phone and go to a website, anything he wants to, and he's not looking. And so Alex does that. And then the magician starts kind of slow playing it. And then all of a sudden he you know, says Kentucky Derby. And Bregman walks out of the room because that's exactly what he looked up. And for the life of me, I can't figure this out. I, I know I watched like John Dorenboss, who you know played for the Eagles and is an amazing magician. Some of the stuff he does just blows my mind. It was that kind of moment of like, how the hell mm-hmm. did you do that? I am so skeptical of this. I I've been thinking like, oh, he cloned his he cloned his device and like whatever he sees on his phone. That's why he turns his back. That's why he turns his back. But I, I, I it, it's an illusion jargon. Yeah. It's illusion. It's, it's all an illusion. <laughs> I just I also I've just for me I find it really funny that this is Alex Bregman and the Astros because this works so well that if I'm the Astros. I'm hiring this magician. I want him on my team. I want to see uh, what he can do out there. Can he get, you know, what's that pitcher going to throw right now? What's coming? Is it a fastball? We don't need to bang trash cans. We just needed a magician in the dugout to let us know what's going on. Yeah, if he can really read minds quite like this, you just, you you got you got to get him. You got to get him on the mound. You got you to, all right, this guy's sitting. He's thinking curveball. I'm throwing him a slider. I'm, I'm coming I'm coming with something nastier than he's thinking, but yeah, no, I just like not a good look for Bregman. If, if you, if you can be read that easy either, uh, this guy's sitting fastball. I'm, I'm here comes the junk. Bregman <laughs> doesn't stand a chance. He's fooled by a magician. I can fool him. I'm also thinking this magician would be really good uh, during spring training when you're supposed to be doing that, uh, you know, grounding ground ball drills and whatnot. You're, you're practicing the hidden ball trick. If there's anybody who's going to teach you the best hidden ball trick, it's going to be a magician. He'd be the most popular guy in the clubhouse just because he, those spring training days, I've been down there during spring training that they drag on a bit. So same monotony, um, split squad game. Got to go here. Got to go there. Ah, the magician's coming with me. Yeah. No, let's go to Dedean. I'll go. I'll go. I'll hop on the bus. (laughs) That would be one of the best bus rides ever. Yeah. Especially as you mentioned, Florida, those long bus rides, that'd be fantastic. We have to get magicians on baseball teams. Let's get that started this year. (laughs) 
Or maybe we actually, oh, yeah. maybe we just need a magician in the uh, uh, labor agreements just to kind of come in and fool everybody. Yeah, this is a good deal. Let's take it. Yeah, Every- guys. Yeah, no, this this will get us going. Yeah. Now I'm gonna. That's my magician voice. Uh, <laughs> I love your magician voice. Uh, I'm gonna use my magic powers to try and think about what tweet you tweeted ten years ago. We'll get to that at number one. Finally, at number one this week, we have Tigers Read Old Tweets. Uh, The Tigers tweeted out earlier this week, what's going on, in quoting a tweet from 2010 that read, Alex Avila enjoying the artichoke chicken dinner at Grand Rapids Banquet, looking forward to the chocolate pecan pie for dessert. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, interesting that they went searching through. I'm actually wondering why they were scouring old tweets and found that one. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, that's the one they found. In question. That is early social media, though. Once it started with taking pictures of food, you started oversharing, thinking about things. Is like people want to know this, and every few weeks, Facebook reminds me of of my days as an angsty late high school, early college kid posting quotes, thinking I was deep, and and oh yeah, no, it's embarrassing. But uh, <laughs> trying trying to bring up some of my old tweets right now and seeing how I, so so I how I was doing. I actually downloaded because uh, if you want to go back real far, you have to de- request a download of your archive. And I, I did that uh, earlier this week, and I got it. Uh, I'm I'm kind of shocked that in uh, 2010 the uh, tweets that I was tweeting out are. Well, I guess I'm not shocked, but it's just funny to read them because it was really I tweeted uh, I treated Twitter like it was just a. A place where everybody was watching the same sporting event I was, so they would absolutely know what's going on. So every tweet in the first like two or three years of me on Twitter is just me talking about whatever game I'm watching at that moment. Uh, so it's that pretty- was ahead of its time. Yeah. I mean, now it's group watch. You can't get on social media if you're not actively watching something and trying to, oh, I'll watch this later. You can't do it because so- you can't tweet about it. You can't go on Twitter. Someone's going to ruin it. So when reading through them, I didn't really have a tweet like this where I was like, what was going on? Because I could easily tell. Well, obviously, I was watching the Eagles. Obviously, I was mad that the Flyers traded Mike Richards. Obviously, I was mad at this and that. So there is one that stood out, though. I, I do know what was going on. I was obviously watching Conan. But I I, I tweeted on December 2nd, 2010, very disturbed by Conan's jeggings. Six, seven men should not wear jeggings, nor should any man. And I, I just want to say that tweet still holds true. It, it's true. <laughs> 11 years it's later. It's true. Or 12. Tough look. <laughs> tough, tough, but confident look. Yeah, especially now, for I a six foot seven up, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I just brought up uh, one from April April 4th of 2012. Oh, wow. You were able to scroll hashtag, back Hashtag MLB TV me. Giancarlo Stanton will be the 2012 home run king. Was that right? I, do we know? No, he <laughs> he finished seventh. Oh, okay. Well, thirty-seven homers. Miggy led that year with forty-four, but Giancarlo only played one hundred twenty-three games. Oh, there you go. Well, he would have. So, so yeah. No, he uh, he's, was, he's my home run. That was the he's uh, my home run king. That was the broken jaw year, wasn't it? I would. I believe so. I believe yeah. so. Wow. He was he was down down in Miami. Just just early early Giancarlo. I used to tweet him all the time though, because the first time I tweeted him. He responded back when he was Mike Stanton. Oh, see. Oh, so then you just fell in love and you're like, I'm just. Oh, keep- yeah. Then I, then I just flooded him like Jose Bautista. Just like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> I'm going to tweet you all the time. 
he's never he's never regretted that moment. No, he he probably uh, yeah, I mean he's probably a follower. I don't check them all, but he's probably <laughs> oh I'm sure probably he, locked into this right now. I, he's going to be listening to this podcast as soon as it comes out because every oh, yeah. everybody he doesn't have anything to do right now other than train, I guess. And neither do we. But uh, for the sake of saving everybody, we're going to get on out of here. Let's speed on out. I feel the need, the need for speed. The Hall of Fame announcement came out, and it's Ortiz. He's the lone guy in. Uh, Billy Wagner should definitely be getting in, but uh, we'll talk about that another day. But congratulations to Ortiz uh, getting in there. Actually, I saw an awesome video this week that was, uh, I didn't know this happened, but there was a minor like minor league home run derby that was spur of the moment for the Seattle Mariners, uh, where it was Ken Griffey Jr., A-Rod, and they challenged the whole minor league team. And this guy is just coming up to the plate and just, mashing home runs and a rods there like i can't compete with this that guy was <laughs> david ortiz i just i had no clue. i gotta find this yeah it was pretty cool to see because uh, he's a real he's big but he's uh, you know he's not like the, the big poppy that we know he's just like he's like a real he's big twig. Poppy. yeah he's medium poppy but he was he was hitting some hitting some big home runs so but congratulations ortiz i think well deserved uh, i'm not gonna buy into the whole uh steroid uh scenario with him because yeah. i don't i don't put any merit to that one uh so congratulations to him well deserved i think he was he's provided some of the more memorable moments in baseball for me watching and i'm not even a red sox fan but just watching some of the home runs that have met so much to baseball from him has been a uh you know a joy to watch for me an iconic hitter yeah no i have no no issues for me with ortiz getting in now did i think he was the lone lone deserving person on the ballot not at all i am I'm not pro steroid in any way, but I I have some beliefs that you need Barry Bonds in there, you need Roger Clemens in there. At, throw an asterisk, make an entire different wing for these guys. They got to be part of the story of baseball, and for me, that's really what the Hall of Fame is about. But it just one of my biggest issues with uh, with when they announced the Hall of Fame. So I was on TV at six. Uh, I'm supposed to go on at six eighteen, and they said it's going to be announced at six. Six six ten rolls around. Six thirteen. Six fifteen. Now I got it on the air, but I was I was sweating because I was like, all right, I got this Ortiz video cut just in case. I felt good, but yeah, no, just I was like, oh, come on, guys, Cooperstown, don't let me down, don't let me down. The baseball writers and need to work around your TV schedule. They got to know your block is coming up. It would be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> Speaking of TV schedules, so the Dominican series is going on right now, and I just realized that I don't have ESPN Deportes with uh, YouTube TV. So for the first time in a long time, I don't get to watch baseball right now. I've been, I usually watch the Dominican series. Uh, or sorry, not the Dominican series. Uh, the care. I wrote down Dominican series in my notes. I mean the uh, Caribbean series. I guess I just okay. I just uh, want the Dominican team to win because let's go Big Poppy, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you're you're locked in with Big Poppy. Yeah, you're all locked but, in. Yeah. No, I I, I, I can send you some, uh, some some websites. Sounds sketchy, but uh, yeah, I, I might. Even if you don't have even if you don't have it, you might be able to watch it. I don't know. I don't know what happens on these websites. I know. Well, I, I might need to do that. I mean, this is the one time I get to practice. You know, Spanish. By practice, I just learn how to you know count the outs and. <laughs> figure out what a strikeout is but yeah i mean caribbean series uh i gotta be honest not too not too locked in but it's good that someone's playing baseball somewhere that's how i feel yeah i mean we need that because i mean college baseball will be starting up here in at least a month or so so we can at least get some baseball going there but i'm still very confident that we'll get major league baseball started on time uh, and then we'll be able to have 
more things to talk about other than Twitter accounts and magicians. Oh yeah, and, and some players heading out for uh, if they if they signed international contracts, they're already heading out to spring training, which will be going on soon. So we'll start to see some of those guys getting underway. But I'm, I'm with you. I, I I was a pessimist a few weeks ago, but it sounds like things are starting to progress. Not necessarily a done deal by any means, but there's too much at stake. Well, I'm I'm certain in a few weeks we're going to be on this podcast talking about who's going to be signing who because the free agency will be back open and it's going to be a a frenzy to sign everybody who's left and i'm really excited for that moment so uh with that i got my glove ready in case they come calling oh, i'm available well you are going to spring training but you're going to go in a different manner right ah hopefully oh hopefully yeah. who, who knows what what this year holds i mean you can't plan anything that's right now well so. and for everybody listening uh sam sometimes i guess when not not during a pandemic goes down and covers the phillies for spring training so I was in the Phillies locker room when everything started shutting down. So uh, maybe they blame me. Maybe maybe I won't be allowed back. But uh, yeah, no, that's where, that's where I was when all of a sudden the NBA shuts down. And uh, let's pause. Let's pause everything. I was on a basketball court watching a team celebrate that thought that was they were going to the uh, NCAA tournament. It was heartbreaking to watch. And then, yeah. Here These we are. are fun stories, These folks. These are fun stories. <laughs> well, let's get baseball back soon. Let's get back to playing. Let's get this free agency going. And let's look forward to another Jargon and Subs and the 1220 Snubs next week. Uh, I'm Jimmy's Jargon on Twitter. We got Samuel Marcinic on Twitter as well. Samuel Marcinic on Twitter. Check us out. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week.